Welcome to Daily Chit Chat, where the points don't matter. That's right. Daily Chit Chat is just like... Well, voting doesn't matter. We voted, and then we still... <laughs> yes, that's right. We... <laughs> The points don't matter, just like the democratic process, which is this podcast, Daily Chit Chat. The the democratic process does matter. Um, I don't think that's what Gretchen was saying. As the, the political correspondent, correspondent um, it does it does matter. Right. There are barriers that get in the way. It could be more effective of our current U.S. system. Um, but it definitely matters. Please don't hear this and think it doesn't matter. Um, I will say that I was speaking just the democratic process of daily chit chat and not every democratic process. Okay. Because I was doing that. I was using the democratic process to pick a winner, which was Gretchen. Hey, Gretchen, remember when Richard said that the cast of Bridgerton was having affairs outside mm -hmm. of... That's what this is. Mm -hmm. It's a richardocracy. We all are just living in it. <laughs> I love it. Hi, I'm Gretchen. And I'm Richard. And welcome to Daily Chit Chat. Join us every weekday as we talk about... What we're loving. What we're streaming where we're going and maybe some obscure references let's, let's chit chat, chit -chat. <laughs> so um if you guys didn't um <laughs> if you guys didn't understand by now we on Monday had a competition where we would pitch what to do for the 200th episode. And instead of just leaving all the other ideas on the side of the road where the vultures can do whatever vultures do to things that are left on the side of the road, we decided to recycle the pitches into the 200th episode week of celebration. So we're just going to party on down the road. It's already Thursday, episode 203. So this is episode 202, Richard. Oh my gosh. I did some research though. Did we? We were wrong. Who's wrong? Richard and I. No, I was wrong. I was I was fully wrong. So I I was Gretchen. So actually there's two things there's two things that happened. Last time we discussed well not whenever however days work we discussed Shannon we get up at 4 a.m. every morning to record <laughs> this podcast for the people. And I won't hear otherwise. <laughs> we do. Yes. So thanks for getting up so early. <laughs> Absolutely. It's just, it's so early. Yeah. It's so early that I'm confused. So it's like, you know, when you like wake up in the middle of the night, you're like, what day is it? That's what's happening right now. Not anything else. Um, but uh, so one thing happened in that. You were trying to say that our the third I was gonna say our your third season um would start at uh one two oh one and Richard and I were both like, no, it starts at two hundred. And I was like, that's how it worked before, and that's not how it worked before. Before it was at one oh one, it switched to season two. My logic was also we never had an episode zero. True. That's real. That's real. 
But I did look at the dates, and there were no breaks in June. Really? Or end of May. And I the reason why I remember that y'all didn't take a break, because y'all were the only consistent thing happening that week. Okay. Okay. So, selfishly, I enjoyed it, and that's what I remembered. How quickly the two of you are ready to correct my numbers. It's not even... It's not even algebra. <laughs> we often get confused on what week of Big Brother we're on. Oh my gosh, we had weeks. <laughs> we had like two weeks in a row where we were like saying it's the fifth week again, it's the sixth week again, and it, it really wasn't. wasn't. <laughs> it's this is not mine, Richard's strong suit. So we should really just pipe down when Gretchen's imagining numbers because she's going to be more right than we are. Oh, gosh. So we had 100 episodes in season one, 99 episodes of season two. So the only logical thing to do now, since everything's already marked, is season three will will only have 98 episodes. And I'm sorry about that, everyone. So uh, I would love for anybody listening who is a math whiz to tell us at what point this is like a reverse Fibonacci of uh, at what point where where are we going to have a season is just one episode and then be half an episode and then we'll just it'll be over. That's when it ends. Does that sound like a math problem from the SATs? Like if season one has 100 episodes and season two has 99 episodes, at one point will they stop having seasons? And I agree that might be our stopping point. So at least there is a finality to it all. Thank goodness. Yes. <laughs> Well, are there other or it's going to be like the reverse and we'll be like, and here's your minute chit chat and we're just going to have a podcast that comes out. Won't it be fun when we get into the negative episodes where we're taking episodes from the listeners? (laughs) We're like, you have to give those back. Give us back. How is Anchor set up with that, with just extracting? I guess we can modify it. I think it's possible. You know what's great about this is we don't even have to talk that much about um, what we're going to talk about because Shannon had thoughts. We listened to the first ever radio show broadcast of Whose Line Is It Anyway from the year 1988, I believe. It was the predecessor to the TV phenomenon that we know and some love. There you go. Mm -hmm. Thank you, good sir. My thoughts actually aren't in regards to specifically whose line is it anyway. My thoughts are just, I don't like radio shows. So you're not a fan of Second Golden Age of Radio, my other podcast. I thought Richard was going to do a spit take. He took a sip from his cup as Shannon was saying that, but he kept it in check. (laughs) Um, No, that's the one podcast of yours that I don't listen to, Richard. That's then that's fine. I'm not saying that everyone out there should be listening to all of my podcasts, but but in the richetocracy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things that you can listen if you choose to. It's a free country under the umbrella of my richardocracy. <laughs> I just, I never, it really took me until like having like the thing I love most improv in radio form for me to be like, I hate this. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was like when I, when I was on your other podcast, I remember having to like listen to it multiple times to like understand what was going on. Um, and I was just like, didn't think much of it. But now I'm at the point where it's like, this doesn't mesh with my brain. Yeah, I'll bounce off that a little bit to say it's hard for me to imagine whose line is it anyway, 
as a radio show. So listening to it, it lacked something for sure. Because, you know, if you think of classic episodes of The American, Whose Line Is It Anyway, with Colin Mockery, Ryan Stiles, Wayne Brady, uh, those guys can get very physical in their comedy. And they're doing a lot of acting as well as doing voice acting. They're doing physical actions. And that's the funniest parts of the show, in my opinion, when they had Richard Simmons guest starring and they were doing like using using Ryan and Colin as props. So anytime there was a physical object needed, they would come in and be the prop. And Richard Simmons just really enjoyed using them as segues and using them as like steering wheels for a car. And he just loved that. That is funny. This was just you had to be witty And also, I think it suffers from being from the 80s. We're not hip to all the references that they were giving us. Like, We're also not British. We're also not British, so we didn't get some of their authors that they are fond of. I I didn't know half of the literature they were talking about. They they mentioned Stephen King. I knew who that was. Know that one. Um, And then I remember they did P.G. Woodhouse. I've heard of... Um, P.G. Woodhouse, but then other ones? Well, that's because Stephen Fry and Hugh Laurie did a well-known series that was based off of P.G. Woodhouse's Jeeves and Worcester. So that was extra in the pocket for Stephen Fry. But but also just like they're making references to like, obviously it was some children's show. I didn't know what the children's show is. They're making references to, I don't know if it was like a nightly news program or a news magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, a lot of things just went over my head. But Richard, also we're listening to this with the knowledge of what the TV version of Whose Line is. True, true. When this happened, nobody had seen that yet it hadn't happened so there's no way of us judging it like somebody with fresh ears in 1988 yeah you can't judge a radio show on its tv show when it hadn't even happened yet so take that with a grain of salt i don't think i was but i think it was the thing that made me realize this is not the medium for me but it it definitely contributed to uh, I had no idea what was going on, but then I was like, you never have any idea what's going on on radio shows. Cause like, you're like, I just can't tap in. I can't tap into it. Just my spoiled millennial brain. Right. I understand that. Um, since we were talking about Hugh Laurie and Stephen Fry, also one of Gretchen's favorite performers, Don French was well, from French and Saunders. Yes. Was in. The episode, yeah. And then her husband at the time, Lenny Henry, who uh, starred in the show Chef. So at least but, you knew some of these actors. Yes, yes. I had seen most of these actors in other things. The thing is, I have wondered this watching like seasons and seasons of the British TV version of Whose Line it is, is It Anyway. Now, listening to this one, I just can't help but wonder if improv training is a compulsory part of all British acting training. I mean, as we all know, the Brits have a longstanding tradition of stage Mm -hmm. playwriting and people have been known to travel across the world to go, you know, study acting and theatrical performance. And I, I'm just always blown away every time I watch an old episode of Whose Line Is It Anyway that somebody who is known for a wide variety of scripted things also is a really good improviser. I don't know if you could say that about the vast majority of 
American actors that they would just be comfortable true doing true even short form improv in front of a studio audience like that right I wrote a paper in college about how I felt improvisational theater training made me a better overall actor and I really think the reason I could write that paper is because like you say in America or in Hollywood in uh, New York even on the stage I don't think it's given as much credence as as it should. Like I think improvisational theater training is vital to all performance art. Like I feel like I'm a better artist in all degrees of acting, singing, even dancing because I'm not a strong dancer, but because of improv, I can do some choreography that maybe some people without training in just make it up until you understand what you're doing can be comfortable with. So I did write a paper about it. And, you know, there's just some people that are like, no, improv. Oh, it's not good. Oh, it's just, it's lower brow. But I think improv can be one of the higher brows of, of art. It just depends how you're doing it. I don't know. I'm off my soapbox now. Thank you. Go ask your plastic surgeon to raise your eyebrows really high to the level of improv and the respect it deserves. And that's basically the whose line is it anyway portion. A lot of people have been doing improv over Zoom and over podcasts themselves. And I know already from Shannon, she just doesn't seem turned on about it, you know? It doesn't excite me because I think I um love faces. And so I think that's part of my problem is I love faces. I love other people's faces. I love my face. I just, I, I don't feel like I'm good at radio improvising either. Like I don't, I definitely wouldn't be good at it. Cause it's like, I feel there's such a benefit. Like I improvise in a way where I feel like you need to see my face. Um, okay. I was not really whelmed by this uh, radio <laughs> performance, this broadcast. Right. I totally understand. Not everybody's cup of tea. There is something that I want to share with you called positive vibes. Positive vibes with a Z at the end is at the beginning of the pandemic. We wanted to do is that it. like a sex toy review. Improv. No improv. Okay. Yes. It's an improv sometimes sex toy review hotline, but mostly we do improv. And we did. We started doing it at the beginning of pandemic when it was hard to get that improv juice flowing. So I'll drop in a clip of that because that's the closest thing I've done that's like this. Whose line is it anyway? Radio show. And so it, it did get some fulfilling creative juices out of me. But like Gretchen has said in the past, I do get really zoomed out in this day and age where every improv show is a Zoom and every play is a Zoom and... Every hangout or, you know, nightcap with your friends is a Zoom. So I don't like doing it anymore that much either. And we've kind of fizzled out on doing that podcast, but I think it technically still exists. So shout out to Positive Vibes. And I'll drop a clip now and compare it to the radio show we listen to. And then we'll be right back. Billy, I've been meaning to tell you maybe doubts perfect time maybe now it's probably the bad time but uh your mom and i've been uh, started dating 
Mr. Samuel, opening Samuel and Mrs. Nobriga's mom kissing in a tree. Oh my! Oh my! Oh my God! What is this high school? Oh shit! It is high school. Um. We're in high school. Samuel's just swore. You're gonna have to put a quarter in the swear jar. Okay. 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 Fine. Here. Ooh, that's two quarters. Oh. Yeah. I love that the swear jar also gives out gumballs and. We were gonna go on soon, Mr. Samuels. You never gave us our five-minute uh, warning. Uh, well, uh, that's why I'm here. Well, one, get away from the curtain because everyone's gonna see you, and it's just not professional. It is bad My luck. My mom is out there. I, like I said, I know we're we're going on a day after this, but five-minute <gasps> warning, guys. Five minutes. Thank you, five. Right, Thank, you five. Thank you, 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 five. All right. Hey, hey. Remember to put. Uh, remember to keep the robe straight, okay? I'll, I'll, I'll see. I'll see. I'll see you guys soon. All right, bye, Mr. Samuels. We're yeah. gonna get ready now. Why would he say we gotta keep the robe straight? Like, yeah, that's is he, like, like really peeking in on us, or? Well, maybe, maybe he's saying that like the way you're wearing your robe, is just unimpressive to your mother. Yeah, well, I, I mean, you said Mr. your mom. Mr. Samuels knows. Yeah, you said your mom is out there. You never said me. Oh, hey, look, my parents are out there. My parents are watching a live stream of it. Well, that counts for something. Yeah, I'm going to stand really close to the camera because I want them to see me. The camera's downstage. Everybody's going to know if you're doing... I was doing... doing really silly. Gosh. I've totally got the lyrics for the opening song just on a little slip of paper in my sleeve. Oh, my gosh. Oh, totally. Your I'm lips. just going to be mouthing them. But if yeah. everybody's mouthing them, that's going to be a problem. Yeah, I was... Well, here, you, what you should do... Now, this is wild. You can mouth them, and I'll look at your mouthing them, yeah. and I'll sing them. What? And I'll, I'll, I'll join in as backup. Right. Oh. Well, it's been about five minutes. I guess we should go on stage for places. Uh. All right, curtain up, guys. Let's go. Bye. Uh. Let's do this. All right, I'm gonna read your lips. Oh, I can't, I can't find my notes. They were in my sleeve a second ago. Oh no, this is the worst thing that could happen oh, right God, before the play oh, starts. God. This this never happened in rehearsals. Oh, all my confidence is waning. All right, guys, the only thing we can do is just all sing at the same time together. All right. All right. Okay. All right, I'll, I'll stand by the cameras so my parents can see at home, and then you guys follow, follow my lead for the opening musical number. Okay. Oh, okay, we're ready. ready. Yes. All right. Kids, uh -huh. I'm pulling the curtains now. All right, thank you, the curtains. Thank you. another day that has dawned on the stage of life that is the play that is of the stage of life right everyone yes it is. it is a great time to be alive on this oi oi perhaps it would be best if we repented of our trespasses and said nice things to each other 
Repent, verily. I say. Yeah, verily. Verily. I'm a pirate. Oi, oi, oi. Oi, 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 oi. Sorry, this is just the worst production of the Pirates of Penzance that I've ever directed. Oh, and, is that what it was? <laughs> oh, is that why they were saying oi, oi, oi? <laughs> we're back. Wow, Oscar-winning performances all around. Boy, is my face red. I can't believe. Maybe next season. See, I liked that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Shannon Gretchen. I can tell you're serious. Thank you for joining us for four episodes in a row. I will um, let you go back. Can go back to sleep? You can go back to sleep. Okay. Um, And then Gretchen and I are going to split time with our other parental unit, Sid, tomorrow. Okay. Can um, I'm really excited to have my 4 a.m. back. Um, But thank you for having me. It's always... It's always a pleasure, even if I have to pretend to like radio shows. Yeah, perfect. I love it. Daily Chit Chat is hosted by Richard Templeman and Gretchen Lilly. Our theme music is by Sinat Sharma. Please follow us on Twitter at Daily Chit Chat underscore and like and subscribe to the podcast. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 